Thank you for downloading the Barbecue Central Show. The Barbecue Central Show is supported in part by these great sponsors. The Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices and barbecue pits. Their website is thebbqguru.com. Also, Butcher Barbecue, maker of injections, rubs, and sauces. Their website is butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for anything in the barbecue and grilling industry to include world championship winning rubs. Their website, bigpapasmokers.com. And by Cookshack, maker of pellet and electric cookers. You can visit them at cookshack.com. Also, Chops Power Injector System. Three different size injectors to choose from. Find out more at barbecuekansascity.com, and that's barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. And by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unique and versatile cookers out there on the market. Visit them at pitbarrelcooker.com. And by Smithfield, the biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get Smokin' with Smithfield and their grant program and committed cooks program. Learn more at smokinwithsmithfield.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the finest pellet cookers on the market. Their website, greenmountaingrills.com. Also by Cookin' Pellets, manufacturer of wood pellets to fire wood pellet cookers. Their website is cookinpellets.com. You can also purchase on Amazon.com as well. And finally, by Unknown Barbecue Supply, makers of lid hinges, chimney grillers, and much more. You can visit their website, unknownbbq.com slash shop. Use promo code REMPY for 15% off your entire order. This is Renny Kanoff with ChampionshipBBQ.TV, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. We are locked and loaded. we got a huge show ready to go. If you've always wanted to get in contact with the show, but you just don't know how to do it, I can help you with that. Stand by. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter that went out a little bit earlier this afternoon. And if you want to sign up for it, hit the main website. You can do that very easily. A number of spots left. Don't worry about it. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now. Sales and Marketing Director for the Barbecue Guru, 
pitmaster of the namesake competition team, Bob Trudnack, will be joining us. Love to be talking with Bob. And uh, we will primarily focus on the refresh or revision or perhaps even re-release of the very popular Onyx Oven cooker that the barbecue guru has had out for a number of years. Uh, it had kind of fallen off over the last, I don't know if it's been months or a year or so, as they've taken production back in, do a, a revamp, and, and kind of make it bigger, badder, and better than ever. So... We're going to be talking to Bob uh, in uh, full disclosure because I didn't know exactly how it was going to go uh, tonight, not for any specific technical reasons, but uh, more for his timing. Uh, this is a pre-recorded segment, so you will see me in completely different attire. But it will be back here for the third segment of the evening, which, of course, will find me re-catching up with the... Pork Princess herself, Emily Detweiler from Smithfield. We're going to be talking about a number of topics with her, not the least of which is the grant program. If you are a person who puts on barbecue competitions, that's something you're going to want to tune in for if you don't know anything about it. And if you've been thinking about competing with Smithfield products, there's a committed cooks program that we're also going to be talking about. So stay tuned for Emily Detweiler, 935. Then we'll move into the second hour this is kind of a reload from last week, uh, and I'll get into that here in a second. Nine, uh, ten, fourteen, three pitmasters. Count them three: Sterling Ball, Sylvie Curry, and Steph Franklin will be joining me, recapping not this past weekend, but the weekend before. In uh, I believe it was Newport, California. Sterling won grand. Steph won reserve. Sylvie won third place. A clean West Coast offense sweep. So we'll be talking about a little bit, I guess, about the the recap of there and how that went. And we'll also be looking ahead at some of the other events coming up, not the least of which one of Sterling's favorite competitions because he puts it on, the guinea pig, which continues to raise acclaim, awareness, and interest in the competition world. And then helping me close out the show tonight, this week marks the ninth year of the live barbecue central show it had been done two almost three years in podcast form before that i think the first interview i had done with steven reichlin goes about 12 years ago if you can believe it or not but this week uh, february 7th i believe the first of this show might have been february 7th so maybe we're at nine years to the day it might have been the fourth though if i remember correctly but the very first week in february a fledgling internet talk show station based in Los Angeles, California, took off known as BBS Talk Radio, and I have locked down the founder, creator of what is now LA Talk Radio, and the host of his own show, Sam the Morning, Sam Hassett, will be joining me and be taking a stroll back on memory lane, and uh, I guess more importantly, how he has grown, perhaps what it was perceived to be kind of a flash in the pan all the way back then. Internet radio is not going to last. Nobody's going to tune into it. It'll be gone as fast as it was here. Almost 10 years later, it is going strong. People are flocking to get something other than the traditional terrestrial radio stuff. I'm certainly not a, a case to argue with that at all. I mean, that's where it started for me. So Sam Hassan coming up to close out the show. All right, so if you tuned in, 
to Chad's show before mine. Uh, two things you want to note. If you use Google Chrome to get this show on Outdoor Cooking Channel, you may or may not have issues. I had issues originally, and then it fixed itself five or ten minutes in. So if you are finding issues with Google Chrome, you might want to try Internet Explorer. I believe they call it Internet Edge or just Edge or whatever the hell Internet's, uh, Microsoft is doing with their web browsers these days. Uh, that will work. Or you can go to facebook.com slash greg.rempe and get the show live there. Uh, Or if you're listening in podcasts, this is all information that's extraneous to you and you don't need it. Now, my man Chad Ward, poor Chad. And the audio he was having with his show before me, man, what a nightmare. And I am here to tell you as a fan of Chad's and as a fan of of being on this side of a show when it's just you. And I know Griff is there in co-host fashion, but believe me, it is just Chad. No offense, Griff. Many of you know, sometimes I get jammed up too. And you start an interview and everybody can just hear you, but nobody can hear the guest, as it was in this case. And you just have to muscle through it. Which Chad did. Now, look, it sucks double for him because I don't believe he's actually recording for a podcast. So at least if he's capturing all the audio and the live people can't get to hear it, at least in the podcast, you can hear the whole thing. I don't think he even does that. So Darren Worth was having what sounded like a great conversation with Chad Ward, and we didn't get to hear it. But at some point during the show, he worked it out. But I have been there when everything is going wrong and the chat room is revolting and you just cannot put your finger on what the issue is. Chad, I feel you, man. Tough one for sure. But I know you'll get it figured out going forward. I know you worked it out during the show and you got Tim Shop up there. But man, that's why JV plays before varsity, bro. Hey-o! Chad, just kidding. All right. So, a lot of you asking what happened last week because the show was planned to go off. Uh, I was in the emergency room with my oldest daughter who suffered a middle finger accident in volleyball practice a few hours before the show was supposed to go on. Uh, She fractured the very tip of her right hand, right the middle finger, fractured in three different places. So she's out for the foreseeable future, which sucks because we have a tournament coming up in Chicago, which we will now just be spectators in instead of uh, competing in. A lot of schools were going to be there. But hopefully she heals up well. So that's what was going on with the show last week. I got a lot of emails for people that actually don't follow me on any type of social media because I did try and get it out there very quickly to Facebook and the Twitter and Instagrams that the show wasn't going to be there. But if you didn't know, that's why you know. Now, here we go. I am unveiling to you the 2017 horse meat shirt donated and crafted by John Solberg. Here's the front. 2017 horse meat. Now, here's the back, which is even better. Full butcher chart of the horse. And, of course, you got uh, the, the Barbecue Central Show logo there. But if, I don't know if it's showing up through the video there, but that's like the full butcher chart for horse. The neck, the shoulder, the breast, the shank, the plate, the ribs, loin, flank, rump round, and shank. Front, 
front, back. I have one extra large. I have four double extra large and four triple extra large for you fatties. We will win them over the course of the next weeks. Very limited, very hot item. People have been trying to bid for them on eBay already, and they have not been released. So please stand by as we start next week for the game show giveaways of the 2017 horse meat shirt, which is fabulous. Everybody wants a horse meat shirt. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack. They manufacture smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether your barbecue is in the backyard of the competition circuit and a five-star dining facility. Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job and with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks. It is the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website, cookshack.com, or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+. Get advice or share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. They still have one of those. Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they are designed by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Moore. The FEC 100 and PG 1000 are always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can double as a smoker or grill. Low and slow, hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cook Shack residential electric smokers are the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cook Shack. Here's the deal. Passion and dedication continue to drive Cook Shack's manufacturing with quality always being at the forefront. Get the best in barbecue since 1962, or you can call them 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698, or visit their website, cookshack.com. All right, as mentioned, Bob Trudnack coming up, talking about Onyx Oven. And at 9.35, the pork princess, Emily Detweiler. Where are we broadcasting from? Cleveland. How about that game last night? How did that one taste? Bullets. How did that one taste? Probably not very good. LeBron. How about the pass from K-Love? Anybody watch that? Anyway, we'll be back right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. You love to barbecue, you love to compete, and you love to win. So do all three with help from Smithfield since 1938. Producing high-quality fresh pork products, and they now invite you to get smoking with Smithfield. Are you an organizer for nonprofit, community, or sanctioned barbecue event? Apply for the new grant program that helps support 
competitions across the U.S. with resources and prize money, but that's not all. If you're a competitive barbecuer, you can join the Committed Cooks program. Members who commit to cooking with premium hand-trimmed Smithfield pork will receive swag and other great prizes. Commit to cooking with Smithfield and see what's going on at this website, smokinwithsmithfield.com. That's uh, smokinwithsmithfield.com. All right, check them out. My first guest tonight, the longest-running sponsor of this show, creators of automatic temperature control technology. They also produce other products to make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Tonight, we'll be hitting on the Onyx oven, among some other things. So let's go ahead and race to the Smithfield hotline. And welcome back, good friend of the show, Bob Trudnack, joining me. Bob, how are you, buddy? Greg, how are you, bud? Doing it's been absolutely, a while. Absolutely. I mean, we got to do this a little bit more frequently, but I understand a man in your position, very busy, time-tested. You got the kids, you got the job, all that stuff. Uh, we all struggle with that. But uh, nevertheless, always great to have you back. So let's kind of start at where the Onyx Oven is. And, you know, one of the, the best things I've recently seen – actually, we'll hold the Onyx Oven here just for a second. But one of the best things I've recently seen coming from the Barbecue Guru brand – are these promo spots that you did with one Mo Kason. You know, from a viewer standpoint, absolutely fun to watch, witty, inf- uh, informational, all that good stuff. But how easy is it for you to pull that off from behind the camera? I'll tell you what, working with Mo is one of the, the most fun things I've done since I've been in the barbecue industry. He, he's so great to work with. He's an awesome guy, and it, it, he just makes it easy. So we have such a fun time. That we're, you know, we're just out there doing our thing and, you know, the production team is making it all happen and showing you what, what you're seeing on the, on the TV and on the, on social media. I'm constantly fascinated with behind the scenes stuff. So what we see is one yeah. thing, it's all pieced together, it's finished, it's perfection. But from yeah. a, a time and length standpoint, is there a lot more effort and sweat and blood and all that stuff, uh, what we don't see well, versus yeah. what you do? Sure, sure. It takes time, you know, to get it all together. A lot of different takes, and like I said, we're having so much fun that uh, you know we screw up our lines once in a while. But uh, a lot of the things we did were, especially for the Guru's Got It commercial, uh, were on green screen. So that was kind of new to me, and uh, I think new to Mo. So it was kind of interesting trying to imagine, you know, the scene we're in, and try to make it look, you know, somewhat real. But obviously, it's. You know, it's meant to be funny. So you're telling me that you and Mo Kason did not really jump out of airplanes together? <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to. They wouldn't let us. Yeah, I don't no, understand it, that. It was, yeah, it was just, a, it was just a movie magic. Well, safety first. That's what I always say, especially if you got Mo Kason following you out of the plane. You never know what can happen. So um, do you have any more yeah. of those planned for this year, or was that just kind of a holiday thing? Uh, we, well, we have another one coming out uh, right around Super Bowl time. Oh, great. Um, yeah, and that's going to be paired with a couple of new recipes I've done. Um, and then we are next year, this or this year, 2017, we're going to be doing a lot. Uh, Mo and I are going to be working a lot together. And hopefully we can make them, you know, even better and more funny. You know, I think the humor adds a lot to it. So I want to put an emphasis on that. Bob Trudnack joining me here on the show, sales and marketing director for the Barbecue Guru. Of course, the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. 
So, all right, Bob, let's talk about the Onyx Oven. And I remember getting an email from a listener specifically asking about this maybe a month or so ago. And that's actually kind of the impetus of this interview tonight. So if we could kind of roll all the way back to the original Onyx Oven and talk to me about, yep. you know, its creation, where its lifespan is slash was and how it rolls into this newest version. Okay. Um the Onyx Oven came about when we were looking at another uh, cooker design, um, and we had our Tallboy cooker at the point at that point years and years ago. Uh, so we desi- we designed a 13 by 22 inch cooking shelf around the hotel pan. You know, the half two half pans or the full pan. And at that time, uh, Shotgun Fred and I were sitting down with a you know a team of people and looking at how to design a cooker based around that shelf. Um, so the tall boy was 13, 14 inches deep. I'm sorry, it was 24 inches deep by that 13 or 14 inches wide. And when you had your, it was a great cooker, but when you had your food in there, you had to kind of pull the shelf out to see what was in the back and deal with the meats in the back. Um, when we designed the Onyx, we just said, let's let's turn this sideways. Let's make it, you know, 12, 13 inches deep and 24 wide so that you, all your meat is right in front of you. You don't have to worry about reaching over one piece to get to another and make it insulated. So that's where the, the Onyx oven, the original Onyx oven was meant for almost like tabletop. Uh, we even made the first ones out of aluminum. Um, and then we realized that, you know, to last, you know, and to you know have some longevity be more rugged we need to heavy it up um so making it from a tabletop cooker to now one that sits on the ground uh it's still easy to move around um but it's more heavy duty more rugged and we're just excited about it i made i made 17 design changes to it to make it what it is now today and it's been a couple years in the works is it a is it a matter of you getting prototypes back to the house or working with them in the business setting and other people? Are you kind of the only guy that's making these tweaks and these design changes, if you will? Uh, well, I come up with the concepts of the design and then I and then I present that to my team, uh, which there are engineers and production guys, and they tell me how practical it is, and they, you know, I look at it from a cooking standpoint from from you know, a cook. And then they'll tell me, yeah, that'll work or that won't work, or this will be expensive, but here's a way we can do it better, you know, to make it more practical and make it more affordable for people. So it's a, it's a process. Is this geared more to the residential or the competitor or does it not really matter? I think that whether you're cooking in your backyard or you have a competition team or even, you know, some light catering, that this is a cooker for you. It's, uh, you know, we've made it five inches taller, put some more space between the shelves. There's five inches between each shelf. It comes with three shelves, but there's space for four. Um, so we do sell shelves separately. Um, the whole inside now, including the bottom, is all stainless. So there's, you know, no chance of rusting. Um, nice high heat paint. We even have a dolly handle on the back and two wheels on the back. So now all you do is just kick it back and roll it up your ramp into your trailer or roll it in your garage or wherever you want to store it. 
So it's bigger, better, more rugged, but also very easy to move. From a capacity standpoint, obviously the nerds of the industry can probably dig down into this, but just for the the mediocre fan or the backyard guy, how many racks of trim St. Louis-style spare ribs or whole packers can you get in this thing? Okay, so the the four 13-by-22-inch shelves, I'm going to say you can do, if you're doing trimmed uh, St. Louis cut or, you know, trim spare ribs, you can do two per shelf, four. So you can do eight racks of ribs at one time. Um, if you want to load it, you can do three pork butts on each, on three shelves. So there's wow. nine pork butts. Packers, I would, you know, I do 18, 20 pound, eight, 20 pound packers. So I do, I wouldn't put more than two in there because of your height. And, you know, a crap load of chicken. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess from when you, when you hear about dimensionals, but when you actually see the amount of physical food that can go in there, I mean, it's a pretty substantial capacity. Absolutely, yeah. I've I fit 140 chicken wings in this thing. Wow. That, that, you know, so it's you know for its size, it, you can really cook a lot of food in there. Um, it's it's pretty impressive. Talk to me about price point. We're introducing it at 1650. 1650, you get three shelves. Um, you get the stainless pan that's removable. Uh, we heavied up the firebox. Wait till you see the new firebox. It's fantastic. Uh, with ash pan in it that slides out and, and holds for you. So 1650. Uh, is this available for sale now, or is it going to be starting to roll out here shortly? So we just I just got my first run of them in uh, to my warehouse. And we're building more as we speak. Uh, I did a, a light run to get started just to make sure the quality was there, and it is. So now we have more being built. So they will be for sale uh, within, I'm going to say, by February 1st. So just about a week. They'll be um, ready to go. But they'll be for pickup only, just to get started. And then once I get all my shipping details in place, then we'll be able to ship them. Will that add to the overall cost? I mean, if we're at sixteen fifty now for pickup, are you going to have to add X amount on for shipping? Yeah, at some yeah, point? we're going to have to okay. charge for shipping. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know, yeah. f- from from market research, I mean, you're the the marketing and, and sales director. You see, I don't know if there's other comparable or like products that are out there, but where do you think, from a price point and entry level into the market, where do you see your guys? success rate at or what are you going to be gauging success obviously sales or sales but you got to have some type of an idea where if it hits x amount we're going to consider this new revamp a success and if it's under here then we might have to go back and retinker a little bit sure well i think we're at a good price point if you look at you know some of the ceramic grills that are on the market um you know they're all in that price range for a large or extra large ceramic if you look at some of the other cabinet style smokers that are this size or even smaller, uh, they're at least this price or a little bit higher. Um, but I think that, you know, just getting these out, we're, we're looking at warehousing in different parts of the country to be able to make shipping more affordable to people. But I want to see, you know, not only people in the mid-Atlantic area using these cookers, I want to see them all over the country and, and even Europe. So... I think we can be pretty successful with this if, you know, we sell 
you know, a few hundred our first year and get the word out and people see how efficient they are and how much food you can put in them um, and that they're guru ready. So you have a guru control or, you know, the, the port's right on the side to connect to any one of our controls to. Um, so I think, I think it'll be a successful year if we get these all around the U.S., we get them into the European market and uh, we're able to ship them at a, an affordable rate by having some warehousing around the country. Bob Trudnack joining me here on the show, thebbqguru.com. Uh, can you call in and do like a pre-order, like Amazon Books, or how does that work? Um, not quite yet. We're still getting all the parts <laughs> and pieces into our inventory system. So I'm going to say if you if you start calling us uh, February 1 or the, the Monday right around there, that they will be in the system and will be ready to take orders. And like I said, you know, you can come in and, and grab them in Warminster, Pennsylvania to get started. And as quick as possible, we'll, we'll get them out to ship. Let me ask the tough question here, Bob, because you are a high-level competition barbecue cook as well from being the sales and marketing guy for Barbecue Guru. Is this something you're going to be cooking on in competitions? Will you use it in an arsenal? I sure will. I have, I've had one. On my, well, I used to cook on three uh, when I had my old trailer because it wasn't a built-out trailer. Now with the new trailer that I got, um, it's got the built-in kitchen. It's got the deep south on the back, uh, which I adore. Um, and, it's, and it has an onyx oven. It has one of the prototypes on there. And I've had it on there for two years. Um, but I will be cooking on an onyx. Um, and as a matter of fact, I just shipped one out. One of the first uh, onyxes that I got in stock here, I shipped down to Texas yesterday because my first two contests of the year will be the Humble Rodeo and Barbecue, and then two weeks later at the Shotgun Fred. So I will be cooking on an onyx at both of those events. Do you feel that it is important for you being associated with a barbecue guru that you have to cook on them or – it doesn't matter. You could cook on anything you want, and this cooker is just so good it gives you the best chance to win depending on what you're cooking in it. Well, I mean, even if I wasn't the manufacturer of the cooker, I, I just I enjoy cooking on it. I, it's, it's steady. It's like a little, you know, you know the, the, the quality of the Deep South is, like, unbelievable. It's a big cooker. Mm -hmm. it's, you get the same level of quality and evenness of cooking on these little onyxes. Um, and I think it's there's a benefit to having something small and something large. So I just enjoy cooking on them. And, you know, to me, it's, I always want to have one with me. Bob, high level, talk to me about where the pit temperature control device lineup is for the barbecue guru. And, uh, you know, if there's going to be any scoops that you might want to give us i know you're very big on never telling me anything so uh you know yeah. where are we at with the gurus right now and, and what are we looking at this year well you know we have our three mainstays we have the party queue uh our digi queue which has been our best seller for years and our cyber queue wi-fi um that the, the those cyber queue wi-fis are starting to sell like hotcakes it's um it's becoming our most popular control yeah uh, because of that hotspot feature. But we have some um, big news coming up for April, and let's reschedule another talk, <laughs> and, and I'll give you some breaking news there. All right, we have a lot going on in 17, a lot of exciting big news coming up in April. 
From a competition standpoint, Bob, what are you looking to do? Number of contests, uh, aside from the ones that you mentioned in Texas, are there any other really big ones that you're hoping to get out to or that you have on the docket already to attend? Uh, I think I've signed up for maybe six already. Uh, I'll probably be doing two contests in Europe this year, maybe three. I'm already signed up for the uh, – there's a contest in the Black Forest in Germany that I'll be doing in July. And then I'm going down to do a uh, cooking demo slash class in Austria. Um I've got the two in Texas. I've got, you know, my staples here in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, there's a new one in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, put on by Sandy Fulton, uh, one of the best organizers I know. And so anything she does local, I'll do. Um, it looks like I'm going to be in the jack draw. I just got the paperwork for um, a grand champion that I had back in October or September. So I'm hoping that I could... Uh, be a part of that this year and you know just doing my local contest you know there's some great contests in vermont new jersey uh the wildwood contest at the beach um so probably end up doing about 15 competitions one last question before i let you go bob and uh, i don't know if you've been listening since the beginning of the year but 2017 for the barbecue central show is a mission to somehow get funding for any mortem horse inspection for processing and potential consumption for folks here in the United States as an alternative to the red meat. Well, as an alternative to every other farm animal that seems to not make it over to the other side of the fence where the cats and the dogs are, where the horses, do you have an objection to finding a ethical way to, to bringing horse meat back into the United States or into the United States? Wow. That's an interesting question. Of course. It is. Uh, Jeez, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, I got a lot of friends who are horse lovers. <laughs> I bet they love cows, not, though, too, right? I'm sure they do. Well, I'm sure they do. Wow. I know. I'm, I don't know. I'm forcing know people. I'm forcing people to potentially look at their hypocritical selves and say, how come the horse is different than everybody else? And yeah. what are we doing with all these other? They're just... I'll tell you what we're doing right now. They're getting shipped to Canada, and they're getting shipped to Mexico. They have no problem eating them, and I understand they're kind of delicious. But you can't believe that either. Wow. Right? I, I don't know if I can believe that. <laughs> I don't know. A horse, to me, a horse is just a different... Uh, it's a pet, right? Yeah, it's almost yeah. like a dog or a cat. Yeah. Big eyes, cute, worker. I get it. So... That's right. uh, that's yeah. the mission. That's the platform that maybe could get me into the 2017 Hall of Fame, or could actually wow. deny me ever entrance into the Barbecue <laughs> Hall of Fame going forward. We're talking with Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. TheBBQGuru.com is the website, and start calling around February 1st for that new Onyx oven. Bob, always appreciate the time and the support of the show. Thanks so much for doing it. All right, Greg. Take care. It's always great talking to you. You got it. There he is, Bob Trudnack. You see, I'm, I am changing the way people are thinking. You heard what he said. I don't, I don't know how I, he legitimately didn't know how he felt about horse meat. Now, granted, I do not supply questions in advance per se. High level topics, ideas, this and that, sure, but never just a list of questions because we could spin off, and then you then you're lost because you've prepared for something else. 
So I am starting to change minds or at least getting the thought moving. Bob Trudnack, example of that. Let me talk to you quickly about the pit barrel cooker, gang. Pulling the trigger on a new cooker can be nerve-wracking sometimes. Temperature control, fire management, what woods to buy, who needs the hassle? Might I strongly suggest a pit barrel cooker? Pit barrel cookers make cooking simple and fun, and it just might be the most unique, versatile, and easy-to-use cooker on the market today. Imagine a single cooker that will be able to turn out traditional barbecue meats like brisket, pork shoulders, and ribs, while also being able to ramp up a temperature due to those burgers, chicken wings, and hot dogs. Versatility, all thanks to the revolutionary design that goes beyond traditional convection cooking. Their hook-and-hang method places the food in the center of the heat, so it's, acti- so it's actually acting like a stationary rotisserie, if you will. The result, great tasting, perfectly cooked meat each and every time. In the industry, we call that consistency. Not only is the pit barrel a fabulous cooking vessel, it's aesthetically sexy as well. Built to withstand heat, porcelain enamel finish allows it to be in any weather condition, also extremely portable. Can fit in the back of most trucks, vans, and SUVs, so it's ready to go wherever you are. Of course, all barbecue folks love accessories, and the pit barrel doesn't disappoint here either. From rubs to the unique removable ash pan, the pit grips, turkey hangers, hinged grill grates, chimney starters, cool coffee mugs, beer koozies, you name it. They have accessories that will really complete your pit barrel cooking experience. And the best part, for $299, this pit barrel comes fully assembled, ready to cook on, and ships to your door for free. Not only does the cooker ship free, but with so few returns, everything they sell ships for free to lower 48 states each and every day with no promos or coupon codes needed. Don't take my word for it. The folks over at AmazingRibs.com continue to sing its praises and give it its highest ranking in their highest division, the gold ranking in the gold division for the last three years. Head on over to PitBarrelCooker.com. That's PitBarrelCooker.com and see what everybody's talking about. Be sure to check out their full collection of short how-to videos. Then pick up one or two for yourself. You're going to thank me later. Trust me. If you have any questions, contact them through their website, pitbarrelcooker.com, or call 502-228-1222. That's 502-228-1222. And, yes, they will actually talk to you. Find out what great customer service is all about by visiting the great folks over at Pit Barrel Cooker. I'll be hooking up with them at the HPBA or the HPB Expo coming up here in about a month or so. All right, we are back with Emily Detweiler from Smithfield right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back. All guests on the bar. Ready to get on the air? Call 216-220-0966. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James and Barbecue Talk. Craig Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a big cooker to house a lot of food, they got one for you. How about medium-sized? How about tailgate-sized? No problem. All there, ready for you to cook on. They can also provide pellets to fire those cookers as well. Check them out at GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grill, and you could love yours as well. 
Uh, I officially announced a few weeks ago that Smithfield came on as a sponsor of the Barbecue Central show. We spoke with Emily Detweiler about some of the things Smithfield did in 2006 for competition barbecue. This year, they are rooting in even more with two unique programs geared to both the promoter of barbecue events and the competitor of barbecue events. And here to talk about them is the pork princess herself. Emily Detweiler joining me here on the show. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well, Greg. How are you tonight? Absolutely fabulous, Emily. Always appreciate you making time for the show. And uh, I guess before we get into the grant and committed cooks program, let's hit on something that I have been seeing basically taking over social media, the Facebooks, (laughs) the Instagrams, the tweeters. Uh, Basically, that would be the distribution of the ET or extra tender pork uh, pork butts. I don't know if it's the pork ribs too, but definitely the pork butts in various retailers across the country. What's the initiative? What can consumers be on the lookout for, and, and how can you get your hands on it if you're not lucky enough to find it? Well, Greg, I'm glad you brought that up. So, you know, the last year and a half really that we've been supporting Competition Barbecue has just been amazing for us, and I really have to tip my hat off to uh, to Sterling Ball and, and helping us see the vision for where we could go with this, you know, I I honestly believe that as it relates, especially to extra tender, we've really had a lot of success, but really I went back to the guinea pig uh, last year in Indio. And, you know, I'm excited about uh, the guinea pig this coming year next week. Um, So I think it all really kind of started with that. And that's where this groundswell first started from and it's it's just continued to pick up um, and obviously we have a lot of great product lines but you know one of the favorites that we hear about from the competition cookers out there is our extra tender line um, so anyway we've we've been thrilled to find out you know with all of our hard work we keep really trying to push the envelope and, and get the retail customers to understand the power of the pitmaster essentially uh, and, their, and their networks. So we are just absolutely thrilled that we've been able to gain incremental distribution over the last several months. And certainly the newest news that definitely seems to be lighting up Facebook for sure <laughs> is our distribution at Walmart. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Walmart is obviously a big customer of ours and we're, we're honored to work with them. Um, but it's just so great from a competition cook perspective that you can find great, great quality meat. You know, the butts have just excellent money muscles. Um, and you can get that at a decent price at, at literally your local neighborhood grocer or your late local Walmart. Um, so that's, that's phenomenal. Uh, they just started shipping in this incremental distribution that we got at Walmart, just started shipping into the distribution centers actually yesterday at some of these additional states across the country. So um, I've had several people say today, hey, I thought it was supposed to be there today and I don't see it yet. Well, keep looking. Um, over the next several days, you'll start to see it more and more. Um, the great thing about it, too, is that where we did gain all this incremental distribution Um, not only is it the butts, but it'll be the ribs. It'll be, you know, if you want a tenderloin, obviously that's not for competition, but you know, if you want a great pork tenderloin to throw on the grill, you're going to find all that stuff at once. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, we certainly with our Smithfield barbecue Alliance, we've been arming all of those teams with some of the information as well. So if you have a question, you can certainly reach out to me, but you definitely can reach out to, to our family of pitmasters as well to ask some of those questions. So that's Walmart. Um, 
We also have really formed a great partnership with Sam's Club. They tend to like a non-enhanced product at Sam's, so they've really gotten behind our Smithfield Prime Reserve product line. And again, we've been working really hard with them to help spread our distribution and and get out there. So I'm really excited to tell you that we've got um, incremental distribution there as well. So now we are in 35 states across the country with our prime reserve. Uh, So that's 360 Sam's clubs all across the country. Uh, My goal is to make sure we're in every single one of the states that we can be with Sam's. We're getting there. Um, so anyway, that's a great support for us. And, you know, the other thing I'll say about that is that, uh, I do believe that we've been able to kind of prove to Sam's club that the sponsorship of the Sam's club barbecue tour is, is great for us from a sales perspective and, and obviously great for Sam's club as well, because we know that when the pitmasters are buying their product, their meat, uh, for their needs, they're also going in there and buying everything else you need for a competition too. So, you know, it really helps the retailers start to kind of take notice. Um, so we're pushing really hard. It's it's hard to be entrepreneurial in a in a big company, but really that's what uh, that's what the team of us that's focused on barbecue. That's what we're trying to do, Greg. Do the stores tell you, Emily? You know, we want a non-enhanced or a a enhanced product specifically, or, or like what what is that conversation like? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of times what happens is these, especially the bigger retailers, you know, like a Walmart, like a Kroger, like a Sam's Club, they have kind of their corporate edicts, if you will, their corporate philosophies, Mm -hmm. and also really trying to follow the consumer trends and what they're looking at, and who they think is shopping in their stores and what their consumers are looking for. So from that perspective, some of these retailers will say, you know, I want to be I basically want to have clean label ingredients. I don't want any um, enhancements or pump in any of my products. So they will say, you know, we're only taking non-enhanced, for instance. And and Sam's Club is an example of that. You know, they were saying we really want to be differentiated. We want to have a non-enhanced product out there and, and really a little bit more of a premium product. But, you know, I think what you'll find, especially on the competition side, is honestly um, – you get such great marbling and, and color from all of our product lines that, you know, then it becomes almost a personal decision if you like an enhancement or not. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of retailer mandate or philosophies that come into play as it relates to whether or not they want an enhanced program or a non-enhanced program. And then you'll find, um, you know, obviously, whatever they carry at their corporate level is what the stores are going to be able to access or order on behalf of our teams. Emily Duttweiler joining me here on the show, Senior Brand Manager for Smithfield Foods. Smithfieldfoods.com is the website. Also, uh, Get Smoking with Smithfield as well. Emily, let's talk a little bit about, you know, Smithfield really brought into the, the competition barbecue world last year, made investments last year, and it continues this year with two new programs one of them is the grant program. So if you're somebody that is just getting into putting on barbecue competitions or uh, perhaps even better yet, somebody who's a seasoned veteran at putting these on and you're looking for some type of supplement or, or partnership with a really big name, the grant program might be something they want to check out. Talk to me a little bit about how that works, criteria, how you're letting people know, all that good stuff. Absolutely. So again, this is something that we were just so excited to be able to to develop and, and bring to bear, um, we've got a barbecue council essentially that we have developed over the last 
year. Um, and as we thought about you know, where is the sport of competition barbecue headed, um, obviously we see some great synergies for us from a business perspective, but we also understand the struggle that a lot of the competitions out there are facing. Um, not only do we see that, and so you see competitions potentially being canceled um, or, or just not as, not as strong as they used to be, but we also know how expensive it is for the cooks that are out there. So um, we, we saw the opportunity to make sure that we were enhancing the prize pool um, so that the cooks would want to get out there and get to all of these different competitions. So that's kind of where the, the genesis of it comes from. Um, what we've been able to do is essentially carve out some dollars to be able to help support some of these great events uh, or competitions that in turn are obviously it's going to benefit the cook. So um, right now we, we are accepting applications for our grant program. Applications will be accepted through the end of February. So February 28th is the last day. So for all of you event organizers out there, or certainly for the cooks who know event organizers, um, share that message. Uh, we've got the information out there. It's on our smokinwithsmithfield.com website. That's smokin without the G. Um, kind of our, our barbecue program name is Smokin' with Smithfield. So you can go on there and register for the grant program. Excuse me. So when the I'm still uh, when, battling bronchitis. Oh no, that's no problem. So uh, once you get your stuff submitted and and all that's closed, uh, how soon will folks be notified? And should should anybody be potentially staved off from entering or applying because they feel like maybe in those criteria they're not like right there? Should they if they feel on the whole their event is good, should they still just submit the application even though they might be missing uh, something or the other? Absolutely. Yep. We've had a lot of questions and we've tried to clarify some of these things, um, even in our social media and, and getting the information out to the event organizers. So all of the criteria are listed on our website, on the Smoking with Smithfield website. Um, but absolutely, if there's something that you're not 100% sure on, just fill it out anyway. Um, you'll also see that there's a contact number um, where you can leave a voicemail and, and we'll obviously filter through all of those and get back to you with our grant coordinator. Um, so we definitely want all of the events to, um, to go ahead and submit for this grant and, and the prize, essentially what they get in return for the grants or the events that will be selected. It's a $5,000 uh, prize purse to help kind of deepen the prize pool. So Again, as I said, it's very expensive for the cooks, and our goal is to give, give that money back to the cooks by deepening the prize pool. So as one of the criteria, we've asked these events to deepen the prize pool to 20% of the field. Um, and then, obviously, you know, they, they need to send us a recap and show us how the event performed and those kinds of things just to make sure that we kind of feel like we have a pulse for what's happening. So um, those are really are the biggest questions that I've gotten so far is, hey, what's the dollar amount that we're talking about? And the dollar amount is $5,000. So we're going to give away 25 $5,000 grants to events across the country. Um, and, and we do have, you know, we want to be able to see the, the events putting on things where the whole family can get involved. So it's, it's great for us to see things like the kids queue, like some of the side uh, contests, the dessert contests, things like that, where we really can get the whole family back together. So those are some of the types of things that we're going to look for. We're certainly going to look for, um, you know, whether there's any type of an event or a media partner or things like that, um, how well the event is organized and run, which is going to be kind of based on some of the feedback that we might get from 
um, people who have attended the competitions in the past. So all of that information is listed on the website, including the rules, requirements, the qualities of a successful barbecue event. Um, so those are some of the things that, that I would definitely say to look for. We do have in the requirements that we'd like to hold up to three spots for any of our Smithfield-sponsored teams, and, and I've had questions come up about that as well. Um, some people saying, hey, you know, I've actually already I'm sold out, um, but I don't have any three spots left. Go ahead and look at it. We'll, we'll at least, um, you know, we'll look at everything and take it into consideration. So I would say if you're, if you're questioning whether you should or shouldn't apply, absolutely please apply. The other side of that is the cooks that we were just talking about, Emily, and there is another portion of this called the Committed Cooks Program. Um, we got a couple minutes mm-hmm. left here in the segment. Why don't you talk to me about that? Uh, there's people in the instant chat room going, what about the Committed Cooks Program? What about the Committed Cooks Program? So talk to me a little bit about that and what it entails. Sure. So the Committed Cooks Program is basically kind of a spinoff of, of what we started last year. Um, and so we want to reward people who are committing to cook with Smithfield throughout the year. Um, so just simply by signing up, we are going to automatically send you some of our uh, swag, which we have learned and, and gotten better at as we go along. Um, so essentially what we're going to do is throughout the season, we'll be rewarding those who have said they're going to commit to cook with Smithfield on the circuit. Um, we're also going to have a key influencer program that will be part of that as well. So it'll be a way to earn you know, additional rewards and kind of prizes throughout the season. So those are at this point still a bit of a surprise, but we've got some awesome stuff that we think that the cooks are really going to enjoy. So it's really just meant to be a way of of showing our appreciation for all of the cooks that are out there cooking with Smithfield. You know, we've just had so many positive comments um, from, from cooks who have tried our product or switched to our product and say, thank you so much for investing in our sport. You know, we, we love the fact that you get us. So this is literally meant to just be almost a, a loyalty program, if you will, and, and giving back to the cooks that are using our product. So, you know, we definitely want to give back to them in a way of plussing up the money that they can earn at events across the country uh, through our sponsorship programs and, and the addition of our cash prizes to these payouts. Um, but we also want to reward them just for literally getting in there and using Smithfield week after week. All right, Emily, let me be the a-hole here because I know you won't. Uh, I mean, people love free stuff. <laughs> they want to sign up to get free stuff, and they say they're going to use stuff, but then maybe they use somebody else's stuff. Is there a way that they have to prove that if they're going to sign up for a Committed Cooks program that they're actually going to use the Smithfield stuff in order to get this stuff fair and square? Well, so here's what I would say. Um, you know, a lot of this is based on we want you to share um, through social media that you're using Smithfield and, and really to be able to inspire some of your friends who are backyard barbecuers and things like that. So there's that element of it. Um, but the other thing that I will say is that this is a very small world um, as it relates to competition barbecue. And we'll find out pretty darn quick if you say you're using Smithfield and you're not just, you know, like I know that other people may use a different brand sometimes and, and just sneak a little Smithfield in there to see how it cooks. Um, it's a small world. Well put. Well, no. well put. Emily Detweiler <laughs> joining me here on the show. Senior brand manager for Smithfield Food, smithfield.com is the website. Also, smoke in with no G, smokinwithsmithfield.com is the one you definitely want to uh, hit up and get information on as well. Committed Cooks Program and the grant program. Emily, always appreciate the time, and well, we'll look forward to you probably again next month. 
That sounds great. Thanks, Greg, and thanks, everybody. Thank you. There she is, Emily Detweiler. Hey, guess what? What does Emily Detweiler show up on? All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. Yeah. The Smithfield Hotline with the Smithfield Lady. The Princess of Pork. All right, so hopefully that answered some of your questions about, A, if you're committing to cooking with Smithfield. And uh, perhaps more importantly, if you are looking to bolster or, as she said, plus up your prize purse and you have an event, sign up. Even if you don't think you meet the criteria, sign up anyway. What's the worst that happens? All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the CHOPS power injector system, the NBBQA 2015-2016, maybe even the 2017 barbecue tool of the year. We'll find out soon enough on that. The number one seller is the half-gallon CHOPS power injector system designed for the competition guy or to pump up the backyard warrior like me, and I use one. So easy to use. Clean it, fill it, pump it, and away you go. If you have just one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it all the way up. Just put in what you need. It uses it all. Comes with a 14-gauge needle, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. 100 bucks plus you pay shipping on top of that. The one-gallon CHOPS power injector system is designed for catering and bigger jobs or bigger competitions. Perhaps you do the MBN whole hog, or maybe you're cooking 10 shoulders trying to get that perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. 120 bucks plus you pay the shipping on top of that. The newest one is the CHOPS full power injector system. It's electric. It's the commercial and competition Big Daddy. It's not a holding tank, but a three and a half foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container from a few ounces to a 55 gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at one of the best barbecue restaurants in Kansas City, and he has said time and time again with a CHOPS full power injector system, his briskets are better than ever. This one comes with a bunch of stuff to include 14 gauge needles, 3 inch 12 gauge needles, 2 and 11 and a half, 2 inch 11 and a half gauge needles, 3 plug screws, and a needle protector. 325 bucks plus you pay the shipping. A lot of pitmasters in this country and world are using it. Also, you can inject alcohol into fruit if you want. Sick of injection into beef? How about alcohol into fruit? You can do that. They're all made in Kansas City, Missouri, USA. They got all the accessories you want. Hit them up. Barbecue Kansas City. B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. BarbecueKansasCity.com. Or visit uh, Chops Barbecue Restaurant, Kansas City as well. Dan Uladol, owning both the implements and the barbecue world right now in the restaurant side. Great. All right. We're back to wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookingPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookingPellets.com for more information or to buy. You can also buy from Amazon.com as well. Download their app. It's free, and it will alert you when you got special shipping rates. Uh, that was the information she was giving for committed cooks right now. 
So uh, keep hitting up smokingwithsmithfield.com. I would recommend post your stuff on social media and hashtag it. Show us, uh, uh, show us your Smithfield, Smithfield brands, all that good stuff, and get it out there. Become an influencer. Have people retweet you. Have people share your Instagrams. Uh, if it's one thing I know, big brands and big companies always check hashtags and marketing and their marketing machines. So if you're hashtagging, they will find you. That's what I recommend. That's what I do. I hashtag everything. Hashtag everything. Hashtag hashtag. All right, that was Emily Detweiler. Again, the website smokingwithsmithfield.com. Sam's Club distribution and Walmart distribution. Walmart is going to have the ET enhanced and then Sam's Club, more of the prime, the non-enhanced. So whatever you're looking for, maybe you have both. Long time ago, I thought Sam's and Smithfield was like one and the same, but I guess not. We also talked about the committed cooks and the uh, grant program. So you have up until the end of the month to get in with a grant program or at least apply and then go from there. I didn't get a chance to ask her about horse meat. You know I wanted to, right? Of course I did. All right, we are going to step away and reload for the second hour. And a big second hour it is. Next week, we will start the Horse Meat 2017 shirt giveaway game shows. Four 3XLs, four 2XLs, and one XL left. This is the other XL. Thanks again to John Solberg for making up the front and the back of the shirt. Quite frankly, it's awesome. Don't be offended. A lot of people on Facebook highly offended that I was talking about horse meat in this way, but... We don't have to dislike each other just because we might not see eye to eye on a platform that is going to get me into the 2017 Barbecue Hall of Fame. All right, we're back right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is Brian Mayer, host of Hot Sauce Weekly. You're listening to BCRN, all barbecue and grilling all the time. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How you doing? <laughs> you have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet wiener. Oh, listen, Laverne, you I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. <laughs> all right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Hey, welcome aboard, everybody. Welcome aboard. This is the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, yo. Uh, we talk about barbecue and grilling stuff. It's live, local, and late breaking here from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It's the barbecue capital of the North Coast, if you didn't know. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show this evening, 
I welcome you to call or to email or to hit me up on the various social media types. And if you don't know how to do that, you uh, can check this out. All guests on the Barbecue okay. Central Show you can, can check get this in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Still to come on the show tonight, Sterling Ball from Big Papa Smokers, Sylvie Curry from Lady of Q, and Steph Franklin from Simply Marvelous Barbecue. We are going to recap, I guess, what is now two weeks ago, where they took one, one three, and two, respectively. Sterling won GC, Steph won RGC, and Sylvie came in third. A clean West Coast offense sweep. Helping me close the show a little bit later this evening in about 35 minutes or so, Sam Hassan from LA Talk Radio, founder. All right, so here it is. The uh, And by the way, folks, is anybody listening? The horse meat shirts are not for you to just ask for. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're going to have to win them. There are only nine shirts that made the first run, okay? So, John, am I speaking out of school when I say collector's item? I mean, I think we're in collector's item stratosphere right now. You're not just going to be able to get these all over the place. You're not going to be able to steal this like somebody stole Tom Brady's jersey. I mean, we know what he did, right? We know what happened to that jersey. Nobody wants to admit it, but that's a covert job. Somebody took that for him, and now it's conveniently stolen so that thing doesn't wind up an hour down the road from me south in Canton in the Football Hall of Fame. Okay, That's what happened to Tom Brady's jersey, if you're wondering. So you're going to have to win the horse meat shirt because of its exclusivity. It's limited release. It's like... I don't know, the first 10 PK360 grills or the first whatever you want to metaphorically compare it to. But there's only one extra large. So if you're an extra large guy, not a lot of options. Four double XL and four triple fat. So get ready for your porn and athletes. Get ready for your wines and rehabs. Get ready for your cheese or fonts, or I might go crazy town and corral some youth of America and ask them timely questions about what's happening in the world today and see if you can tell me if they know what's happening or not. But I'm telling you, these shirts are great. That's the front. That's the back with the horse butcher chart. And then the the uh, the tag with the barbecuecentralshow.com. So that way everybody can figure out where they want to go and send me hate mail. How great is that? All right, so here's your 20. So let me put a bow on that. So don't ask me for shirts. We're going to put them out to win. So you feel even better when you win. It's like a double pride. I won something. And on top of that, I won a really cool Horse Me 2017 t-shirt. Now, here's your 2017 horse meat update because I didn't give you one last week. Well, as luck would not have it, I did not, I did not hear back 
from my local representation. I did not hear back. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> So that's that's annoying. I did not hear back from Dave Joyce, who's my local guy. So in a way that I only know how because I learned it in business, if the person you are trying to talk to in a business situation is not giving the answers you want, what do you do? You step right over them and go to their higher up. And that's what I did. So, Dave Joyce, if you don't want to feature my email about, hey, what are you guys doing locally here in Ohio about horse meat? Do you talk about it? Do you not talk about it? Just looking for some type of a high-level answer. No response. Not even the auto reply back saying, hey, got your email. I'm probably never going to respond to it unless it's a direct threat on my life or my family or whatever. Now, here's what I did. Well, hold on one second. First of all, if you are interested at all, and I put it up on my social media somewhere, I think it was on my show Facebook page, embedded Texas correspondent of the show, Doug Scheiding, sent an incredibly well-written article about the history of America and its relationship with eating Horse meat. Can you believe it? Uh There is a, dare I say, long-reaching, well-steeped tradition of eating horse meat. And everybody liked it. Everybody liked it. Now, here's where that article, I'm going to do a very big paraphrase of the article. And by the way, the guy that wrote it, penned it so well, I reached out to him via the tweeter and actually asked him to come on the show, do a segment. Uh, He has not replied back to me. Andrew, you are not. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. I am still trying to reach out to him. But the history of horse meat, and it attracted all the way back 1400 B.C., which I think stands for before cars. (laughs) That long ago. So this was all Europe, but we, we know all that, right? But as it relates to the Americas, there is a hundreds and hundreds of year history when Americans ate horse meat. Now, it does stand to argue that if you read this article that I did, you can easily tie the fact that Americans were eating horse meat because, A, tough economic times, and we've had those uh, both recently and many hundreds of years ago going forward. When tough economic times hit and people didn't want to pay for the beef, horse got slaughtered, horse got processed, horse got sold, horse cheaper than beef, people eating lots of horse And again, liking it. It's all there in the history books, pal. Then things started to revive and recover. Horse kind of dropped off. Then you start to stumble back again. But there are many different points where horse meat was revered. It was thought to be better than beef. It was sweeter, sometimes gamier. 
but sweeter seemed to be a term that was being thrown around on a regular basis in this article that I read. So don't think for once, and it wasn't up until like 1975 that there had been a more or less kibosh on the horse altogether. Uh, I'm 42 years old. I was born in 1974, so up until I was one year old, it was still legal to consume horse here in the United States. Not that long ago. So don't make it seem like this was so far away. Not. It's not. Now, in regards to stepping over Dave Joyce, I also sent a letter to my state senators, Sherrod Brown and Rob Portman. I have not heard back from Rob Portman. Andrew, you are not the However, I did get an auto reply from Sherrod Brown saying that he got my message and that he can't wait to read it and reply back. So, there you go. I am shaking the very foundations here in Ohio, and if I don't hear back from somebody from the state, I am going to the federal government, to the very heights, back to the FDA. I might be making a meeting with our uh, new president. I have a feeling he might be down for a horse meet, by the way. I didn't expect that to take up the whole top of the second hour, but it did. Because this is a real thing. This shirt is real. Can you imagine? I didn't even tell you to make sure you're writing in for... um, Barbecue Hall of Fame. That's you can still do that. Don't forget. I'll, I'll get. I'll promote that next week. But don't forget to write in for me for Barbecue Hall of Fame and do it nicely. Don't just say put Greg Rempia. Make it sell me for crying out. All right, folks. If you didn't know, Big Papa Smoker is the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. They've made a name for themselves by winning almost every major barbecue competition with the West Coast Offense Rubs. Simply Marvelous and Big Papa's have band together. Now, they are taking the rub and seasoning platform by storm. They've even created two of their own unique competitions, King of the Smoker, which brings the best of the best in barbecue, and a head-to-head back-to-basics competition, King of the Smoker, unique, and that contestants may not use any electric devices such as pellet cookers or pit miners, but only charcoal wood in their wits to win one of the most high-stake barbecue competitions around. The other competition is the guinea pig. That's going to take place actually next week. We'll talk to Sterling and some of the other guests about that. Cost-controlled competition. It brings in newcomers. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category. That provides incentives to keep competitors into the barbecue world, whether they're new or seasoned. Remember, not only is it newbies, a number of the top teams in KCBS are doing the guinea pig because they see the value. They've also created a... BPS Elite Team featuring 15 of the best teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition, barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, what, six years of being in the biz? BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. Check them out, man. Taking it over by storm. All right. We take a look back. At Newport Beach, California, and look ahead into next week's guinea pig with Sterling Ball, Steph Franklin, and Sylvie Curry coming up out of the break. Stick around. Be right back.
the only show giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue. A man actually named Meathead. The author of a barbecue bible. Bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Unknown Smoker Accessories, purveyor of made-in-the-USA stainless steel barbecue and smoker lid hinges, barbecue accessory hangers, rocket-hot chimney grillers, and heavy-duty aluminum foil dispensers to find products from Unknown Smoker Accessories. Keep your gear where it needs to be at arm's length and ready for battle. Visit unknownbbq.com slash shop today and use promo code REMPE for 15% off your entire order. That's R-E-M-P-E. Unknownbbq.com slash shop. That is the place to go. All right. uh, Two weeks ago, the Newport Beach Winter Q took place in Newport Beach, California. 56 teams in total showed to get a shot at Grand Champion. Walking away with it and continuing his dominance in 2017 season. The pitmaster of Big Papa Smokers, Sterling Ball. Also joining us is the pitmaster of Simply Marvelous Barbecue, Steph Franklin, who took reserve grand champion and pitmaster of Lady of Q, Sylvie Curry, who took third place overall as well. Wow. Let's head over to the Smithfield Hotline and welcome everybody back to the show here. Man, oh man, where do we start? Uh, Thanks for joining me, everybody. Sterling, let me start with you and uh, and, and Steph as well. Uh, no, you... no, no, no. Ladies first. <laughs> Whose show is this? Hold on. Sylvie, let me ask you something. As somebody who is obviously a loyal West Coast offense user and who does very well in the competition scene, no doubt about it, when you look up, you see uh, Steph Franklin just ahead of you. When you look one past, you see Sterling Ball just ahead of him. It's a clean sweep for West Coast offense. So from a Cook's perspective, Sylvie, what do you think or how do you think that continues to lend this credibility of the West Coast offense and, and its winning ways? It just shows that the products are great. The products are really good. And uh, using them, you're guaranteed to have a win somewhere down the line. Guaranteed? Yes. Oh, look at you, putting it out there for everybody to hear. Uh, Steph and Sterling, go ahead and uh, answer here as you will, but you know, as, as you guys are kind of the 50-50 of the West Coast offense, and uh, it's certainly no surprise that it's been doing so well for so long now, but when you see one, two, three, and you guys watch the stats each and every week, uh, does, it, does it become a little bit sweeter when it's the actual two guys, grand champion and reserve, kind of standing up there to say, hey, West Coast offense is still where it's at? Steph? Absolutely. Yeah, age before beauty. Absolutely. You know, uh, we, we all think wait, 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 age before beauty? All right, Sterling, go ahead. <laughs> First of all, Steph did say today that he's a lot more handsome than Darren Ward. Well, there's no lie there. <laughs> Steph Franklin <laughs> continuing to talk the truth, no doubt about it. That's right. No other than the fact for me. Yeah. So, I mean, Steph is one handsome guy. Yep. You know, the West Coast offense was one of those great accidents. It's two guys uh, that had rubs paired together and, you know, next to each other in a contest. And we enjoyed each other's company so much. And we cooked dinner together. And we kept getting paired together. And then we started mixing the rubs. And, um, we sort of started unofficial West Coast offense uh, back in 2011 with just Big Papa when Pigskin went back and got all the Iowa boys cooking. But let me tell you something. 
what I'm proud about, I'm proud to be a partner with Steph Franklin. I think he's one of the most, has the most integrity of anybody I know. I think his products are great. We get along great. I, I, it, you know, life's too short to have bad partnerships and relationships. And this one's truly one rooted in friendship and a passion for cooking. Steph, from your perspective, uh, you've used, obviously, the Big Papa Smokers rubs for, you know, plus six years now. You guys have combined to, to make West Coast offense. What do you think, I mean, is there one or two things, aside from just having really good rubs between the two of you, is there one or two things that really stick out as to why the success continues? Because I think if you look over the history of competition barbecue, few things have had this kind of staying power over this length of time. Well, I think it's balanced. Um, Sterling's rubs bring more of a salt factor, and my rubs bring more of a uh, a unique flavor uh, factor, and they just kind of come together and work in concert to make a one great product. Uh, and they're also great as standalone products as well. So I just think and backyard. You know, we swept quartzite too. With we swept quartzite that weekend with Tim and Tim and Brad. Um, one and two there. So that was a sweet weekend. Um, Sylvie, you know, we can talk with Steph and Sterling all day, and, you know, they're never going to say anything <laughs> bad about their products, of course. Um, but how, how do you use them? Do you have a, you know, a special recipe that you like to use for specific Sylvie? meats? Or, like, what what do you like? How do you use them to your advantage? Sylvie, remember the secret handshake. <laughs> You have you blend and you learn what blend works the best for you for what meat, and you you have lots of choices, and it's just a matter of you develop which choice works best for you. In the beginning, actually, I started out with Steph with his pepper cow, and that was before there was the West Coast offense or anything like that, and we learned to blend that with uh, a season all type product or which a money or uh, would work also, and it worked out very well. And so you learn those blends, and along the line, people learn how to do it, and you start winning. Sterling, it is, you know, everybody wants to know if there's a magic recipe, but it is all kind of a, how it tastes to you or, or what the judges are going to potentially be finding is winning for the flavor profile, right? Is that a question? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a question. Well, well, the question is, what's the? It's always what's the West Coast offense. But as you said, it's a tongue and cheek thing, and you got to kind of figure it out for yourself well, in the end. Well, yeah, it's, you know, we're pretty loose with them, and I get, you know, the, the difference in the internet age is, um, like, I got a, a, a Facebook message today from a guy from Nebraska who said, you know, I need five minutes of your time. Can you please call me today and help us get over the top smoking? Um, I actually didn't, couldn't get to him today, but I mean, we get a lot of people I'm on the on the call center at, at Big Papa's. You know, so what does Big Papa use on his pork? We actually tell him. I've told it here before, so you know the idea is I, I want people being successful outdoors. I want people doing well, and you know between the West Coast on, offense sponsored teams and all the children's charities we do through. Elite, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, Sterling Ball, Steph Franklin, Sylvie Curry joining me here on the show. Um, Steph, let me ask you, you know, from a competitor's point of view, and you're a lover of the sport itself, are there things that you would like to see happen to to get more interest from a competitor's standpoint? I mean, obviously there's 55 
judging classes every week uh, to get people certified, but you need competitions and you need competitors in order to kind of justify the amount of certified judges that are getting pushed through. What would you like to see from a from a competition standpoint to help draw in some uh, some new blood and keep the old blood? Uh, I just think we need more um, veterans uh, reaching out to the younger teams. We have a lot of teams that have won contests and done. Um, I try to spend time with younger teams, um, especially the ones that just the first contest. I tell them to come over. If they got any questions, you know, 60, 70% of them never do. Um, but I think the ones that do come over and actually spend some time with the older teams who are willing to give out a little uh, information or nuggets, as you will, uh, they stick around a little bit more. So I think it's up to us to make those teams stick around. Um, we got to be more welcoming. Uh, we got to get out of the tent or the, the camper. Uh, you know, this is not like uh, mid-2000 when everybody was cooking under a pop-up tent. Now everybody got RVs and trailers, and they're hiding in them, uh, doing their secret processes, which is all fine and good. But we got to keep these younger teams involved, and we got to come out the trailers. Sylvie, you've been on the competition circuit for a while now. I mean, what do you think? What do you think needs to happen in order to get people to come in? And I guess what drew you into competition barbecue in the first place? Well, I, I think what needs to happen to draw people in is to be friendly and to, when people come around and they wave and say hi to you, to let them know that it's okay to come talk to you outside of turn-in times. Uh, you know, a lot of times people come talk to me just, you know, because I'm standing on the, the porch deck, I mean, the, the trailer porch, and uh, they'll ask little simple questions, you know, about what, you know, what I'm doing or how I use some of the blends and, you know, that helps. And then also mentoring, uh, being a female in, the, in competitions, there are a number of young ladies who are interested in competing who want to get into it. And actually I've adopted a couple of young ladies uh, who come by every competition, spend time with me. We talk about women in competition. Uh, all right, Sterling, let's have at it. Uh, next weekend, one of probably the one of the more prolific contests that are really kind of geared toward bringing people in, keeping the vets, no doubt about it, but trying to get people in as this guinea pig. And as you roll into, what is it now, like the third or the fourth year that you've been doing this, uh, sold out like in record time, right? Yeah, 14 hours. Wow. <laughs> Look, here, here's the thing, and I, it's funny. The one thing in barbecue I wish when somebody offered something, that there wasn't always this this internet bitter thing finding the hole in it instead of realizing this was something that didn't exist before. We're not, as Darren says, we're not taking away your birthday. This is just an, something different. And if you don't like it, don't you don't have to cook it. But, I mean, if we want barbecue to grow, I think we've got to be more open to a lot of the things like the Smithfield Grant, the guinea pig, uh, the King of the Smokers, a lot of the, uh, like they just did down in Georgia with the different turn-in times, so somebody could actually go to a contest on Saturday and be home on Saturday. So, I mean, there's a lot of new ideas that we need to be a little bit nicer to. If I didn't have thicker skin, I would have never had the second guinea pig. I was raked over the coal. What does this guy think he's doing? So, I mean, I think another thing I would probably say to barbecue is realize that people watch social media. Sponsors do, potential sponsors do. And I think that sometimes 
you would think by reading social media that barbecues not a very friendly place when in actual fact it's super friendly and super nice so i mean the guinea pigs coming it's it's you can't argue with it now um it's it's such a fun contest from the uh from the kids queue to the you know we're going to cook 250 snake river farms wagyu dogs we're going to cook smithfield sliders it's it's james and i it's jeff staney darren's volunteered to help steph helps and man, we got that. We got it. We, we steam them in the old hickory and then we hit them on the ranch kettle. And then about 10 teams bring chili. And I was just a blast. And then you got the contest. And, and you know, when, when somebody gets a box of meat and this is what they got to cook, it's a real, it's almost like Christmas to them when they open that box. They're, <laughs> they're real excited. But, you know, this time we're giving them whole spares, we're not giving them trim spares. And when I started cooking, you, other than Costco, you could never by a trim spare and it's going to be funny watching some of the newer teams when they see they got a trim a spare rip (laughs) sylvie what do you think about uh you know the the guinea pig style of competition is that something you know from the people you talk about they like the idea they like the cost control wait greg ask her her record there first. oh no you you don't i don't have to ask that i know that record she's winning i know it I'm on top um, of my game. Turning, turning grand champion, yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> I think the guinea pig is great. You know, it's one of the best things is that early in the shoes that in those uh, boxes that everybody gets the food that everything is equivalent. There's not going to be, you know, the weights are going to be very similar. You're going to get the same number of products. You're going to be the same uh, quality of products. So there should be no complaints from anyone that, you know their product was no good or it wasn't as good as someone else's. And I think that's the best part of it. So you're on a level playing field. Steph, from a competitive... Well, you know, it's, imp- it's impossible, by the way, to do that. But we try. But, I mean, it's, the thing yeah. is, it's, it's random. It's random. So, you know, it's you get, everybody gets a box of meat and cooks it, and that's what it is. You know, some, some ribs may have a shiner, some brisket may have a thinner flat. By the way... If you're cooking the guinea pig, there's one main rule, no whining. But two teams out of the four years that have whined about their brisket went on to win brisket. So maybe the the, yeah. so, the moral of the story is complain <laughs> about your brisket the loudest. Yeah, well, but, but how can we not talk about the guinea pig without mentioning Anella and Snake River Farms and Smithfield? Because yeah. Smithfield has kept it going and invested in others. So... I mean, you got to realize we have a few companies that are actually taking the money they make in barbecue and investing it back. Yep. And we got to show them some love because there aren't many people deciding to put money in barbecue. Sterling, are you going to be making a run for KCBS Team of the Year? Are you? No, no, I ne- never have. You know, I, look those. I think I, I think I'm a decent cook. Those guys are great cooks, okay? And they got 39 weeks. I don't. I just can't do that. I don't know that I. If I could with my schedule, I don't know that I'd enjoy that. I, um, I'd love to get into a 25 25 event tournament and yeah. see where I ended up. But I no, I have no interest in running a marathon. I wear, I wear a double X, can't run. I don't know. I mean, you, you finished 30 points out of first uh, last year, so I don't know I don't know what we're talking about here. Uh, Steph, do you have any KCBS Team of the Year ideas for this year? 
No, Greg, I never cooked more. I, most competitions I think I ever cooked in a year is 22. Uh, there's just no way with my catering schedule. Um, you know, I miss a lot. Miss plus, a lot. He's too, plus he, he is too good looking. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't explain anything last year, but, you know, I, I'm just too busy. And, you know, I don't think I would enjoy cooking 36 times a year personally. Um, I, I, it's a lot of work, you know, and, and, and then catering to, and it's just too much. And I, I don't think I enjoy, I would enjoy it. So I, I cook for the pleasure. I don't cook for the money. Uh, I just cook, you know, I cook to hear that, that name call. I cook to represent our product. Uh, and that's about it. You know, all the glory, it, it happens. Uh, but I don't, I don't aim for it at all. Sylvie, do you think that there hey. is a, do you think that there's a, a luster that's kind of being taken off of a, of a team of the year because of, of what you have to do and, and how so few teams are able to actually get out there and put in that marathon? Well, I think the other thing too, like Sterling just said, there are just a lot of great teams out there who cook and do very, very well. And so it's highly competitive to be there at the top, even in that top 25. Yep. Um, I don't think it takes away the glory because I think everybody likes the idea of competing against the best and hoping that they do as well or better. And so that gives us incentives to cook or cook our best. Sterling, go hey, ahead. Greg, let me toss something out. Yeah. California gets a bad rap. Yeah. And one of the things you got to understand is in a four or five, I mean, if you tilt California on its side, it reaches Denver. And there's maybe 13 or 14 contests in four states that we can cook. So teams like Sylvie, who goes back to North Carolina every year and does really well, like she was third this year at Jiggy Biggie. Um, second. But second. Sec- oh, second. Sorry, it was third the year before. Yeah, don't mess uh, up. <laughs> no, but, but but think about this. One of the things that they, the California teams can't cook enough to get on that radar. Yep. I mean, I cook in nine states, and you know I've cooked twenty five teams each, twenty five events each in the last two years, and I I was fortunate enough to come in first in in twenty five or under, which gets you a diet soda in in certain places. So, I mean, it's really hard geographically. But I also want to say something. I'm not faking it. You got guys like Darren who bring it. Okay, I don't care if it's Florida, you know, and and uh, Texas this weekend. Look yeah. at Travis that. The big ginger, I mean, he's an animal. And uh, Blaine Hunter had a great year. And one of the things you have a tendency to do when you say the format's not for me is I want to make sure that people don't take that, that I'm being disrespectful to people who've achieved something. Look, I was second in the country until the last day, and Darren passed me, and he should have passed me. I had no problem with that. I felt very lucky to be where I was. Sterling Ball, Steph Franklin, Sylvie Curry. All right, uh, quickly, we'll do the uh, rapid-fire question here. Sylvie, where are you going to be competing at next? Guinea pig. All right, good. Good answer, good answer. Steph, where are you going to be competing at next? Guinea pig, also known as the Matt Dalton Memorial, baby. Dalton, that's right. And obviously, oh, Sterling... Oh, yeah, thank you. We forgot that. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, you're not competing, Sterling, but you're going to be kind of you're putting this whole thing on. So obviously, you're looking forward to another uh, very successful weekend coming up. Yeah, and then I'm cooking Reno Sam's. That's my first one. All right. Uh, yes or no question. We'll go back in reverse order. Sterling Ball, horse meat 2017, yes or no? 
Absolutely not. I'm going for yak. All right. Uh, Steph Franklin, horse meat in 2017, yes or no? No. No. What the fuck? Sylvie Curry, horse meat, 2017, yes or no? I'm sorry, Greg, but I can't. The biggest names are shutting me down. All right, here we go. BigPapaSmokers.com. Hey, can yes. we do one last thing, please? Yes, please. Your show. Can we Can we plead with Sylvie? To let her husband, Greg, who's got pit bitch on his shirt. Great name. Could we plead? So, yes, no, so she can allow him to use the bathroom in the trailer. Please. Can we please with that? I don't believe you said that. Oh, my Greg, Lord. Greg Curry is an abused man, and I, I think this is a better cause than horse meat. All right, fair enough. Sylvie, see what you can do about that for crying out loud. Uh, BigPapaSmokers.com, SimplyMarvelousBarbecue.com, and then Sylvie Curry from Lady Q. Thanks so much, guys, for joining me, and good luck at the guinea pig. Thank you. Thank you. There he is. Holy moly, what a goalie. That was Sterling Ball, Steph Franklin, Sylvie Curry. Wow. All guests on the Barbecue Central Show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. Holy moly, that was insane. Woo! Rapid fire, ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks, Sam Hassan coming up here to recap the old days, but I'm going to talk to you about Butcher Barbecue right now. Uh, they have everything you need. Injections, yes. Sauces, yes. Rubs, yes. Grilling oil. What's grilling oil? Whoa. Only the best product in the last five years, I think. I like grilling oil because it's shelf-stable. It hangs out right on the table, right on the kitchen kitchen cart. You can take it out to the grill with you if you want. You don't have to refrigerate it. It's not going to go bad. comes in butter flavor, chipotle flavor, and steakhouse flavor. Check them out. If you haven't done it's the 2017 must-get product if you haven't tried it yet. Please try that. Then you got the sweet barbecue sauce. I think we know that if I'm not making my own barbecue sauce... This is one of the ones that I reach for each and every time. It's great. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce. Didn't take the easy way out, like a lot of people do when they use liquid smoke. None here. Thanks. Also, the rubs, the old originals, the steak and brisket plus the honey rub. Then you got the new ones. Dave's secret blend. You got chipotle. You got pecan. You got cherry. Come on, man. It's one of the best shops around. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. All right. We're back with Sam Hassan from L.A. Talk Radio. We're probably not going to be talking a lot of barbecue, but there's going to be a lot of history back here that you might enjoy. If not, punch out. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. Uh, The biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get smoking with Smithfield and their grant program. All right. Also, Committed Cooks program. We just learned about that in the first hour. 
Learn more at smokinwithsmithfield.com. Again, that's smokinwithsmithfield.com. Jeez, Pete. Check it out. All right. Uh, If you can believe it, nine years ago this week, the very first live Barbecue Central show hit the internet air on a station then known as BBS Talk Radio. And over the last almost decade, BBS Talk Radio has grown into the number one ranked website for talk radio, according to Google, now known as LA Talk Radio. And the Barbecue Central Show has become the leading barbecue and grilling show covering the industry today. So let's use the last segment of this show to have a look back at where it all started. We race to the Smithfield Hotline and welcome first-timer to the show, host of Sam in the Morning and the founder of L.A. Talk Radio, Sam Hassan, joining me here on the show. Sammy! Hey, bro, bro, bro. How are you, Rick Wimpy? Sam, I am doing absolutely fabulous. And I got to get your picture up here so everybody can see the handsome devil that is Sam Hassan. So let's do this. Let's Rick, take it. Well, I need to look at it too, but I'm, I'm away from the computer so I can be in a quiet room with you. But the show looks great. You sound great. And I'm so proud of you, Greg. I mean, you've done a tremendous thing. And, you know, in nine years, I mean, we're celebrating nine years this week. Yep. And you started, uh, you know, just uh, this little guy in, in Cleveland uh, with a barbecue show. And people were laughing. They would tell me a barbecue show. And I would say, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> then years later, I said, we still have this barbecue show. And this guy still has stuff to say about barbecue. Crazy. And people laugh. But the, the crazy thing is you built a brand. And, um, and you know, that's the key to success, I think, is finding a niche or even making your own category and being the big one there, you know? And that's what you need to do. And in the Internet Talk Radio, like you mentioned, uh, you know, we're, nobody can come close to us. We're the mothership. And you started here, and we're grateful to you for, for being here from day one. Sam, let's, let's kind of retract all the way back, if we could, just for a moment. You know, it takes visionaries to keep the world evolving and i'm 100 percent confident in saying that you are one of those people one of those visionaries sam so when did you realize that this internet that was at that point you know 10 11 years ago really great at producing copious amounts of free porno but was also a vehicle for you and talk radio well the thing is this look i always wanted to have a radio show that was something in the back of my mind all the time but, you know, how do you get into radio? You know, you need to have a, a huge following and you need to have a job and, and sponsors and all that kind of stuff. But if you're just nobody like I was, uh, I still am maybe for the most part. I don't know. But after nine years or more than I was, let's say, but starting at, at nothing really, uh, this was the only option. So with the idea of being able to broadcast and stream live on the internet came up, I immediately thought, well, I can do something with this. And uh, this is interesting because in the past in my life, it's always been the same where I would find some technology that would empower me in a way, like with computer animation for a while. And I'm talking to you about 1990. That's when Photoshop came out. And that's when I was doing computer animation because at the time the technology was there and I thought, I can actually use this and do something, make movies. 
So, so that's how the radio station really came about. And uh, when I finally got this energy, I couldn't be stopped, you know. And then I brought brought on a few people, including yourself. And you were really our first experiment with uh, remote broadcast. And uh, now you can say about 30% of our hosts are from, they're not even in L.A. They don't do the shows from here, right. you know. So that's amazing. It's really amazing. And again, Greg, uh, I'm honored to be on your show. I love your show. And you're professional, you know, from day one, uh, you've... I've always said you sound the most professional of anybody, and you managed to do that from your own home, you know. So kudos to you, Greg, for that. Sam Hassan joining me here on the show, uh, creator, founder, president, the the main man of LATalkRadio.com. Sam, when you were telling people when you were getting this thing going, even before the studio was installed and you had hosts in place, were people like, are you serious you're going to start like an internet radio is that thing going to happen for like a week and then that's it and you're going to be doing you know something else selling homes in LA or like what kind of reception were you getting <laughs> well uh the thing is this is that I didn't really tell anybody it was such a, a <laughs> lightning fast type of thing you know I mean for me from uh idea to actually launch was about 30 days so the only one I had to deal with at the time was my wife, you know, and uh, she's like exactly the word you said. Are you crazy? You know, so um, but uh, I was crazy. I suppose I, I felt there's something I really want to do. I did not leave my uh, day job, uh, but that only lasted about a, a few days. And then I realized I need to be here full time, you know, so it's different. But, you know, nine years the biggest difference, uh, Greg, and, and you've noticed that in, in your growth as well with us, uh, or since then, rather, is that in the beginning, we could only be consumed on the Internet, like on a browser, on your computer. And because iPhones were not around um, the way they are now, they just come out. And today, people listen to us and watch and stuff everywhere. You know, so it's amazing the, the penetration that we've had with internet radio, and it's only growing, you know. It's, it's amazing, I think. Here's a story that I want to share with you, Sam, just to kind of talk about it here in front of our listeners. You know, you look back nine years ago, almost ten years ago, and, and the timing couldn't have been better. There were a number of barbecue podcasts that were coming out that were trying to compete with me, and as being the, the guy that always trying to separate himself and, and stand out from the crowd, I thought about doing a live show, and I had no idea how I was going to do that, but did some research on internet radio. And then where does anybody find anybody these days? It's still Craigslist. And here was an ad that I found like on an L.A. Craigslist saying, hey, I'm looking for hosts. And who would have thought that a guy from L.A., you, and a guy from Cleveland, me, would have connected and, like, what did you think, like, when we first had that first conversation, and I'm like, yeah, I can talk for an hour on barbecue, and you hang up that phone, are you like, yeah. this guy's in the armpit of America, going to be talking about barbecue, this guy is super crazy, right? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Not at all, like, I gotta tell you, Greg, I mean, we connected firsthand, you've got an awesome personality, you've got a great sense of humor, and I felt that... You know, I didn't I didn't judge anybody at that point. If I remember correctly, I was just glad to have someone as excited about it as I was. And I thought, let's see how we're going to make this work, you know. And, and we did. And then you figured things out even more and further because you're as hungry for all that technology, all that new stuff. 
And, uh, you know, and you were able to stand on your own. And I'm really proud of you for that. You know, I mean, the, the, I think that's the key, really. And that's several of our hosts in the past have been able to start here as, as a nobody, really, and, and then grow into something big and nice, you know. So, so there you are, you know. From yeah. from where you are, you know, in, in the first you know handful of years to, to where you're now, I mean, well established, super high Google rank. The authority of internet radio is latalkradio.com. What right. what what have you had to do in order to, to continue to drive the vision and make LA Talk Radio the success? I know there's been some moves here and there, but what do you think the one or two qualities that you have brought? from a wide perspective uh, to the company that helps everything keep moving forward? Um, well, I would say, you know, we continue to, my goal really is to give this opportunity to as many people as possible, you know, so we're going to continue to grow. We can still handle, we have a capacity for a lot of shows. Currently we have about 70 or so shows running weekly. Uh, we have uh, two daily shows, so there's a lot to listen to, and it's really cool. We have an app, and uh, so people can listen anywhere, really. And we've added video. Uh, we have a video studio now, and uh, and that's pretty cool. So again, you know, but we work for the listeners and for the uh, for the hosts as well. Greg, uh, I've got to run. I think we're like totally out of time no yeah I no mean, i was, I I was just going quick. to release you this is this this has been great catching up sam and uh, i appreciate the start and you know here we are 10 years uh, hopefully we're chatting again well hopefully before that but hopefully we're still around in 10 more years we will greg <laughs> we will and i love you man and thank you again for this opportunity uh to be on your show all right sam I appreciate it. take care thank you there he is sam hassan L.A. Talk Radio uh, founder, he actually, I mean, it sounds like he was, you know, maybe being a dick and wanting to drop out of the interview, but that's not the case. He's actually producing a video show right now, and he's about two minutes and 40 seconds away from running up against it to get those people out. So uh, the fact that he broke away from a live show to do this show. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right, uh, who wants to win a horse meat T-shirt? Let's go. Call in. 216-220-0966. 216-220-0966. Uh, by the way, I got to do this, of course. All guests on the Barbecue Central Show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. All right, so if you want to win one of the first horse meat 2017 T-shirts... I'm happy to have you play a game. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. There's one extra large. There's four double extra large, and there's four triple extra large. So if you've hung around all the way through, thank you, and thanks to Sam Hassan for. Uh, join me. I got to make sure that I'm watching the right screen for the calls to come up here. I've added. You can't see it, uh, you know, here looking, but uh, right over here, I've added a touch screen monitor for my new mixer. My new mixer. Why can't I see this? Let's see. Oh, is that is it ringing? Oh. Hello? 
hello, is this the guy from Get in the Smoke, the Barbecue Central radio show? This is, yes. Who's this? This is Casey. I'm trying to win that T-shirt Casey. for Horse Meat 2016. Yeah, man. 17, yo. All right, so, Casey, this is rule. There's only one rule, okay? What's so the rule? The rule is if I send you the T-shirt, you have to wear the T-shirt out in public. Can you guarantee that you will do that? I can guarantee that, and I will also send you an Instagram pic whenever you send it. All right. Fair enough. Here we go. Are you ready to play the game? What game are we playing? I'm going to make it up right off the top of my head. Are you ready to play? Super ready. All right. Here we go. All right. All right, Casey is uh, playing for the first horse meet 2017 shirt. All right. Uh, Casey, all the way back in the first hour, Yeah. my first guest was Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. Okay. What product were we talking about mostly? What product were you talking about mostly from the first hour? With Bob, yes. With Bob. Uh, I think it it was the cylindrical, the Barbecue Guru, right? He had the, Mm. that was right? Barbecue Guru? No. The barbecue Guru is the name of the company and one of the things, but that was not the product we were talking mostly of. Oh, but that's all right. I'm sorry. All right. You got to answer two more. You got to answer the next two correctly. Otherwise, we're going to okay. the hotline. Here we go. All right. All right. Also in the first hour, Casey, I talked hour, with right. I talked with Emily Detweiler. Okay. What's the name of the website to go to sign up for Committed Cooks or for the grant program? Name I, name of the website? You're yeah. killing me on this one. <laughs> Do you know how uh, uh, exclusive these shirts are? I don't. I don't know how exclusive these shirts are because otherwise I would have been playing way more uh, attention oh, to what you're saying. Wow. But, uh, That's highly offensive. She was from Smithfield. I got nothing, man. I'm sorry. Nothing? Oh, I'm no. I tried. Casey was there, but then he was gone. All right. Hold on. I can stop this. All right. All right, here we go. I don't, I don't know. Anybody, who's there? Jason King. Who's this? Kinger. Hey, Kinger! Here we go. Here we go. All right, uh, Kinger, tell us about yourself. Uh, I love to cook barbecue. I'm a barbecue nut cave. <laughs> Barbecuefoodforyou.com, and, YouTube, all that jazz, baby. And you're gonna you're gonna wear the shirt if you win. Oh yeah! All right, damn oh, right, horse teeth, one hundred percent, horse tooth jackass. All right, um, yeah. Let's see what I can make up uh, game show wise. All right, here we go. All the way back before my show. Was Chad yep. Ward's show Whiskey Bent oh, Barbecue on, in the Pit? I couldn't hear that shit. I shut it off. Wait, man. I haven't even answered the damn question yet. I, I know, but jeez, I off, can you man. wait a damn minute? I'm setting oh, yeah, you yeah. up. I'm setting you up. 
Okay? Now okay. calm the hell down. Okay, okay. I'll stop. Who was the name of the pitmaster that Chad was interviewing that you couldn't hear? I don't know. I shut it off. What? <sighs> I, I don't know. Dude, it's ridiculous. That was you easy. You host that show that and was no one easy. can hear the shit. That was easy. All right, next question. Running out of time. All right, here we go. You can cut me off anytime you want. Here we go. That's what the bartender said, evidently. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the in the second hour of tonight's my show. Yes. Name two of the three first interview segment guests that I had on. Uh, Sterling Ball yes. and Sylvie. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, Sylvie. not Sylvie. Fuck. It's just, it's just Sylvie. I don't <laughs> oh, know. No, no, come on. <laughs> it's a spice. Sylvie Curry. Yes, Curry, of Curry. course. Oh my god. All right. Like that's a hardcore barbecue babe. You gotta love Sylvie. Okay? I know. Who doesn't? I know. All that's right. Fine. I had a brain fart. Answer this question right, and you get your choice of size of horse meat T-shirt, which you will wear. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, and I'll post pictures of it, too. You, I'll no. post videos. Yes, you have to do a video in it, one of your barbecue food for you videos. All right? <laughs> you got to do it. All right, here we go. Uh, last question. I just talked to L.A. Talk Radio founder Sam Hassan about our days way back. What was the name of the L.A. Talk Radio station before it was L.A. Talk Radio? Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's on the tip of my tongue, but you got me, boss. Oh, no. (laughs) Kinger! What the f***? What are you people doing? I'm trying to give away really cool t-shirts, and nobody wants them. Damn it! Is anybody listening? Is this thing on? Is anybody listening to the show? God damn it. All right. I, on the other hand, am going to talk to you. About the Barbecue Guru, longest-running sponsor of the show, located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices, this is where you want to buy them from. They cre- they started this technology. Not familiar with how these little beauties work? I don't get into the minutia, but imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperature and one set keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. Maybe you're a busy working professional. You're on the run doing errands with kids. Don't have the time to set around and goof around with pit temperatures. We get it. That's why you want the Guru. Three different models to choose from. Uh, CyberQ Wi-Fi, DigiQ DX, and the Party Q. Prices as low as they have ever been. Check them out now. If you're in the market for the cooker, now the new Onyx oven for sale. Go to BBQGuru.com. That's BBQ. G-U-R-U, bbqguru.com. Check out their products. And if you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get jumping and running right out of the box. All right. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We will be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs. Injecting butts. 
You've never heard this before. You might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. Craig Rimpy. Well, wildly disappointed in the efforts of my listeners here. Uh, rule number one of the show, no names please. Rule number two, don't get hooked. Rule number three, if it's free, it's me. Rule number four of the show, don't snappy snap on the Snapchat. Rule number five, nobody listens to the fucking show. What? All right. Well, I can only help some. I can only try and give away really cool limited edition t-shirts. And if you don't want them, okay, I hear you. Okay. We'll try again next week. Uh, all the way back in the first hour, we talked with Bob Trudnack. Uh, that was a pre-recorded segment, but we talked about the new Onyx oven that's coming out. It is available for sale right now, bbqguru.com. Check it out, 800-288-GURU. And then we talked with Emily Detweiler. Smoking with Smithfield. Go to smokingwithsmithfield.com. Casey, that was the website, smokingwithsmithfield.com. In the second hour, we talked with Sylvie Curry, Lady Q. We talked with Sterling Ball, Big Pop Smokers. We stopped with Steph Franklin, simplymarvelousbbq.com, about the uh, Newport Beach, California competition where they went one, two, three, respectively. Sterling, Steph, Sylvie. Also looking ahead to the guinea pig coming up this weekend. And then we close it out with Sam Hassan from L.A. Talk Radio. A big show planned next week. We will be playing for more of these shirts. Get your listening caps on, folks. September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.